Stop it. Stop what? You're talking about me and Morse code. But you know what? Joke's on you, because I know Morse code. That is a disgusting ass. And it's unfortunate that we had that on our air live. That is disgusting. Hey, it's Tony Maz of 98.5 The Sports Hub, and you are listening to the Morse Code Podcast. All right, we're back. As you just mentioned, episode 159 of uh, the Morse Code Podcast. Happy Priyat, Dan Morse. Um, action-packed show tonight. I'm actually looking forward to it. A lot yeah. going on for Monday evening in uh, mid-March. Early March. Early to mid-March. A ton. A ton. Yeah. Not, like, um, not much of it on the actual field of play or uh, court of play. I don't have much to talk about on field sports wise at all. No, but like I said, action packed show from beginning to end. Yep. Uh, always brought to you by friends over at cold river vodka. Make sure to check out at cold river vodka on social media. Check them out next time you're in the store. Um, always a great product at fair prices. Um, if you're listening, feel free to use that slogan anytime without any sort of royalties. Man. Great vodka, better prices, cold river. And if there's ever a, a, an appropriate time for having fair prices, mm. what's what's been on your uh, timeline lately? Seen anything about uh, the the price uh, per unit? Perhaps just, something that's uh, sold in gallons. I, I just might start pouring vodka in my gas tank and see what happens. <laughs> see how far it gets me. Dude, you saw that uh, RG three tweet, which he stole from someone else, which I think oh, was I a pretty good tweet. And people I don't think were like, so, actually. I don't think I follow RG3. Okay. So I don't either. It made yeah. its way to my timeline because a bunch of people were like, all right, we, the black community, would like to oh, trade RG3 away. Because it was basically like, um, I wish I could suck all the gas out of my stomach and put it into my car. He weirded what? it. He worded it weirdly. <laughs> Someone else had already made that tweet, and it was funny because it wasn't a famous person. And then uh, yeah, he was, was like, say. you know what? Let me put my flair on this. That's a wild thing for him to say on yeah. his own without like subtweeting or retweeting. Have you tried that? <laughs> uh, I'm taking tomorrow off to try this. Yeah. He's going to fart in your gas tank. <laughs> <laughs> See Dude, Antonio Brown, he is not going to be, uh, he's the one person gas not man. affected by this. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. So where do you, oh God, no, nah, I, I, uh, it's weird. Like I'll go, I think it goes like periods without it. And then like people just get bored. So it's like, all right, let's get back to the gas thing. Let me take a picture of the local gas station town. And, and yes, I, I yeah, it's, it's expensive everywhere. Dude, I don't like it any more than the videos. next guy. People are now taking videos of the gas station employees changing the prices. Have you seen oh, that? That's pretty sick. No, I haven't <laughs> seen that. That's dope. It's like a live action. Yeah, it's pretty good. But anyways, my uh, my apologies for the digression. No, that's cool. Um, good thing Slow for me. I, really don't, talk. I was going to say, like, I work from home primarily, so I don't really pump gas that much. Same. Um, so I really, not to sound, you know, bougie or anything, but I don't really check the price when I go. I kind of just do it. Like you've alluded to before, I, I have to get it. So <laughs> it's like, I don't know. 
I have seen some. It's like literally gas stations like across the street from each other. This I'll really never get. I know I'll probably get killed for this, but like, I, I know for a fact there's people who like if it's like like 405 at one place and 404 down the street, they'll they'll go they'll go out of their way to go down the street to the place at like 404. And I just I can't imagine how much money you're saving doing that. Well, yeah, they'll do. They'll turn left through like six lanes of traffic to get to the 404. And they'll let you know about it for sure. <laughs> that must be hell. Just being like a high school kid working at a gas station. You probably hear much, so, so much shit throughout the day. Yeah. Oh my God. Or yeah. Those poor people actually changing the numbers. Like, like, like people think those kids who are changing the prices are the ones actually ch- like changing the prices, <laughs> like making yeah. the decision that this is now how much <laughs> gas costs. <laughs> based on oil prices overseas and whoever president is at the time oh those kids i, really I feel for it. those kids those are like the new um they're like the new like grocery store workers like at the yeah. beginning of the pandemic like i i don't i don't know what to tell you i'm i just work here i i get paid i, I also pay for gas and i'm not thrilled about it i don't get like an employee discount <laughs> i make exactly two gallons of gas an hour that's how much they pay me at this job. Right. So. I don't make much more per hour than this gallon of gas. So you're preaching, you're, you're barking up the wrong tree, pal. Barking <laughs> up the wrong really choir. Care. Yeah. <laughs> preaching up the wrong tree. <laughs> um, so I do want to start. Where do you want to start? Calvin Ridley? I think that's, I think that's an awesome story. Yeah. So um, this is somewhat breaking news, depending on when you're listening to this. If you don't catch this to like a couple of years down the road, I don't know. Curious to see State of the Union at that time. But if you're listening to this within the next 48 hours, uh, Calvin Ridley got busted today for gambling mid-season. So for the year, that's a lot. When I first saw the Schefter tweet, I was like, I'd like triple triple take at the check mark to make sure it was legit. Did not see this one coming, but I'll uh, I'll give you the the nuts and bolts of the story, and then I'll get your your thoughts, Sophie. But Calvin Ridley. Won't be playing any football in 2022 for the Atlanta Falcons, at least in, in the <clears> NFL, <throat> at least gambled on his own goddamn sport. Damn. Potentially his own goddamn team. Maybe even like Sad. a pick him on himself <laughs> for all I know, but tough look. Um, Goodell laid the hammer down on him today. And uh, your thoughts when that tweet came across. Um, it was funny. Cause I got the update from, my ESPN fantasy football app, um, mm. which is interesting. out week one questionable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, his draft stock was tanking, but a year is crazy. I, wow, I really only have uh, yeah, an entire season, possibly more because they said indefinitely. So it could go further than that. It Very good point. It was worded like he's out at least the 2022 season. Mm hmm. And based on some, we'll talk about some of the funny clips coming out. It's honestly looking like it could get worse than it could get worse sooner than it gets better. Some of those clips, I'm not a defense lawyer, but I would find hard to defend. Right. Ooh. It's it's like, uh, like we mentioned on this show plenty of times we listen to Tyler and it's a years long thing, like three to four year long thing that Tyler was talking about how Calvin Ridley can rack up a thousand yards, but is allergic to the end zone. So what the hell is going on? All those leads, times? he, I would assume he leads the league in negative yak over like the last like few years. Yeah. Negative yards after the catch backward yards after a positive catch. 
um, which I don't even know how that would be. Like, if he, <laughs> and again, I don't even know if these two things are connected because obviously he wasn't betting on himself last year because he didn't really play. Unless were those highlights from games this past year? Because he did play I mean, a little bit, right? He did play a little bit, and it was the newer uniform. But I don't know when they started wearing mm-hmm. that uniform. Right, and according to him, he was only betting at a very small window when he wasn't playing in yeah. November. Um, or maybe the better way to frame it is like, that's when he got caught betting. <laughs> and obviously that's like anyone, when you get caught, that's the only time you've ever done it. So that was the only time he's ever bet on uh, NFL football. But uh, some of the things coming out, he was betting on three, five, eight game, eight leg parlays. Uh, one thing I'd like to dive into that 1500 number going around. He's like, I only bet $1,500. I know you're a millionaire. That's still a decent amount to bet on football, I think, especially when you know you can't do it. Uh, I'd love if he if he was betting $1,500 on an eight-leg parlay, he's got to be out of the league. <laughs> he's got to go to, like, Arkham Asylum. <laughs> it's, like, absolute mental behavior. Unless unless you have, a, I don't know, a good inkling at maybe some of those some of those legs hit. Yeah, unless you had Insider a, trader uh, an educated guess, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of those tweets coming out were were very good. Uh, <laughs> mostly from Tyler, but let me see. There's a couple of good ones here. Your thoughts on this? Did you think the the did you think the crime fit the time, or the time fit the crime rather? Initially, I, I did not because mm. he he was betting on his team to win in the ones that like came out about him betting on his team. But then obviously, the the next logical question is. Well, how how many other times did he do this? Like you said, where he didn't get caught, right? Um, or who else does this? This could be a big, big beginning of a big bust. Yeah, and the NFL is legitimately um, a partner of DraftKings. It's really weird how they have. That's where it gets a little, like a little gray now. Yeah, sports mm-hmm. is is getting to a, a funny spot with that, where like 100%. they're all promoting each other, like in, in mm-hmm. both directions. I did want to say one thing. Please. You can say more than one. Go ahead. Mm. All right. Famous last words. <laughs> Roger Goodell's quote. Uh, Boy, I don't think I've seen this. Your actions put the integrity of the game at risk, threaten to damage public confidence in professional football, and uh, potentially undermine the reputations of your fellow players. Yeah. So yeah. the reason I point that out is because yeah. your actions put the integrity of the game at risk. I feel like anytime someone uses the word integrity, whether they're the like the defendant or the plaintiff, I guess, not to use lawyer speak uh, from my other profession. We're all lawyers here. Anytime someone uses the word integrity, I'm like, dude, shut up. Like, it's always the corniest and people who are also guilty themselves. It's like, well, you guys will let. Yeah, it's like everyone's seen the Ray Rice got, you know, a few games or whatever the fuck it was uh, yeah, in yeah. the end. Uh, but Calvin Ridley gambles and gets an entire season. It's like it's like when um hmm. when someone gets accused of not to laugh at this, but like sexual Please. assault, it'll yeah. it'll always be ah, oh, how dare you accuse me of my integrity? I would never touch a woman like that. I have daughters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it always video comes, comes off out. that way. So it's just I, I hilarious agree. that uh Roger Goodell on his high horse again. But anyway, it's, dude, it's it's I have daughters, I have a black friend, I have a gay friend. It's yeah. like the same difference. It's like, okay, oh, I work awesome. with women. Do you think I touch one like this? You think, you think I, I speak one? to one like this? 
Yeah, no, I, I agree. That's a good point. That's actually where my my head first went. And I'm surprised I didn't, I'm sure it's out there, but I didn't see as much of that as I thought I would. Like immediate, I know there's certain personalities online. I was waiting to go this route immediately, which I'm not saying isn't fair, but yeah, like the punishment for Ray Rice and Kareem Hunt and those some, some other guys versus something like this. Even like Josh, eh, Josh Gordon had multiple strikes, but like he's out, he's done. He's banished from the league for something that's it's different because it's like okay so like domestic violence isn't legal in any any capacity marijuana is legal in some capacity just not when you're playing in the nfl gambling is obviously legal in some capacity just when you're not playing in the nfl and sometimes those are the ones that like you just said goodell kind of has the integrity argument over maybe not over but yeah, maybe over some of the other stuff. Like there are some, there's some really bad people in the NFL. Um, I still think Greg Hardy's the worst one when it comes to domestic violence stories. That one was pretty bad. He was in the he was in the news a little bit this weekend. Was he? Did he have a UFC fight? Yeah, he was he, got was he on Rogan today. Out of him. Oh, did he? Yeah. He often isn't Big he time. not good? Doesn't he? Yeah, often I don't lose? think so. Yeah, that's a shame. Um, yeah, Ridley and. He wasn't very apologetic about it either, which I don't hate. No, I, his I, tweets I like themselves were very funny. Yep, he 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 was good. Um, I'm sure, his agent isn't thrilled. But uh, one of the other funny, interesting things that came out was I think I saw a tweet somewhat recently where it's like there were teams up until like the last couple hours ready to pull the trigger on a Calvin Ridley trade, and I think I saw one that said that the Falcons were reluctant to to make a move because they knew there were some ongoing things like this and they wanted to see how it played out yeah they were Uh, negotiating in good faith or rather i guess they weren't negotiating because no they felt guilty business you uh you deny till you die sell low and then use your problem now sorry Mm -hmm. (laughs) i didn't know any of this was going on i think if it was like Kraft and belichick they'd trade him for like a third rounder people would call him you know call him crazy and then Looks like a pretty good pick now <laughs> when all said and done. Speaking of integrity, but no, that was interesting. I like people always use that joke. Like, Oh, I didn't see that on my 2021 bingo board or 2022 bingo board. Rather. I did not see this crossing my timeline today. Oh, did not what see a that bombshell timeline. It, it, that was a bombshell tweet. That, was, that might be up there for biggest bombshell of the year. <laughs> and sp- yeah, sports wise, that was a pretty bombshell news. Uh, news dump by I saw it from Field Yates first actually. Did Shefty, really? I'm sure I'm sure Shefty beat him or someone, but yeah, Adam from would let that flow. Who's who is his like um, like Woj versus Sham in the NBA? Who's Schefter's biggest competition? Rappaport. Oh, Rappaport. Rappaport. Yep. I, like I wonder Rappaport. if they like like cringe or like flinch at the mention of the other guy's name, like. Don't like Harry Potter and Voldemort. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Not fans that like, like Adam. Yeah. We say Adam, Adam like scolds his children. If they like mention Rappaport's name at the dinner table, (laughs) what like puts a padlock on their door and cuts the Wi-Fi, and vice versa. Doesn't allow uh, the NFL network to be part of their cable package. No, no. Or or he's got to restrict it. So you have to put in like a parental passcode on the remote. Yeah. Rappaport sucks. 69 to open it up (laughs) (laughs) 
it's interesting. Like I, this whole time, I never knew Shams was so young. I think he's like 27. So the rivalry of him and Woj is pretty funny. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the equivalent of like, like Tom Brady and like Justin Herbert or something like, like an on-field type of thing. And I don't know. I, I people are, I think Shams gets a lot of like the, like quick hit, like when it's, um, like when it's like free agency time or like trade deadline, I think Shams will get the high volume ones, but Woj will just drop a, a Woj bomb, like a, a mm-hmm. Woj nuke on the big ones. Yeah. Big, big stories. I think Woj is kind of on to bigger and better things. Shams is tweeting out small potatoes, big moves. He's got the relationships, but Woj is Woj bombs just come out of nowhere. There's no bomb shelter that'll protect you from a Woj bomb. Yeah. I feel like, uh, for obvious reasons, the age thing probably being the, the top one, I think Shams is like actually has relations with the players, whereas Woj is probably more connected to the front office people. I did see it's going to be interesting. I think if I read this correctly, I think Shams, mm-hmm. Woj and like maybe it's Chris Haynes was the third guy are mm-hmm. all going to be free agents this summer. <laughs> summer 2010. Free all agents. Over again. Free agents. Oh, like for a like, company? Uh, their contracts are over with um, I think uh, Shams is with Stadium, and then Woj yeah. is with ESPN. ESPN. Think we got a shot? I actually have a coworker. Okay. Who went to St. Bonaventure. Okay. Which is where Woj went. Okay. And he's gonna help me craft a uh, a nice little letter to see if we can get him on the show. No lie, it's not gonna work, but I meant like to sign him, like to work here. But, well, that's um... how we start with an audition. An unpaid internship, and then you work your way into an opportunity. <laughs> That's also uh, unpaid. That will continue to be unpaid <laughs> for the length of your employment. Yeah, I just saw a tweet from Tyler from a couple hours ago. It's in quotes. Hey, Corderell, how's that knee feeling? You know, Jacksonville's 27th in rush defense, DVOA, you know. Could be some meat on the bone there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kyle, uh, That, it's that show's going to be great. Hey, Kyle, it's Calvin. I missed practice today. Would you say that Matt was favoring you or Hayden during the red zone drills? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so bad. Like, I think, like I said, I don't, I think this can only get worse. Like he can't come out and be, oh, the other, the other funny thing was how he got caught. So it, it was flagged because he was betting out of state. I think he was like in Florida. Is, is online sports betting legal in Georgia? That's what I wanted to confirm. Because if not, that's that's like me living in Maine, driving for no reason, like 45 minutes to the Portsmouth Bridge to make a bet and then drive home like right after. Good question. Uh, I think on. it's legal because I know Tyler can do pick him and he's in Georgia. I well, actually, no, that's still considered. You mean fantasy. like underdog? Yeah. No, but... online sports betting is not legal in Georgia. I mean, Calvin, wow. come on, buddy. <laughs> like, wow. What are you doing? Talk about he might have uh, just um, been in town in the Jacksonville area and figured I'll sprinkle a few shekels on a couple games. What's the worst that could happen mm. besides not get paid for an entire year? I don't know. You think his trade value's gone up? <laughs> yeah, he seems he's... pretty okay with it, honestly. Whoever whoever gets him like a year from now is going to sign him to like a. <laughs> they're going to be like, well. You didn't make anything last year, so uh, vet minimum is what you're getting, pal. I'd sign him for the vet. I'd, I'd honestly, would you sign him for the vet minimum right now? If it was a more than one year contract? Oh, yeah. Me too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
That'd be sick. Would you trade Nikhil Harry for him right now? Yeah, even if it was only a one-year contract. Same. <laughs> Same. Strictly the 2022 season, and he's a unrestricted free agent. Yeah. In fact, he's one step further. He's a free agent to anybody but the Patriots. He can only sign elsewhere in 2023. I would trade Nikhil Harry for him. Mm -hmm. You should work on like framing. There's got to be a way to frame Nikhil Harry. I hope this is like, uh, well, like I said, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if this, I'm trying to think how it could lead to like a bigger bust because they just found one guy, but uh, he can't be the only one. He's probably the biggest name. Like you're an idiot if you're a marquee player doing this. But if you're like a third string, like, you know, third string defensive back for the Jets and you hear a thing or two in the locker room, it's not hard to create a fake online profile, get a couple offshore bank accounts in the mix, lay it down. I mean, the easiest one has to be over unders on yourself. Like mm -hmm. if you're under 0.5 touchdowns, you just don't score a touchdown. Yeah. AKA those Calvin Ridley videos <laughs> that were like trending on Twitter. Um, and I'm sure like you could find a clip like that for everyone, but I don't know those three or four plays that one at the end was ridiculous. I think he like, it was like, it looked like a pretty wide open pass against the chiefs. There's one guy on camera. He, and he literally ran into four other guys to get tackled mm -hmm. at like the 10 yard line that, that like, if you sat him down in the court of law and played that in front of a jury, that's a tough one to defend. <laughs> I, I also forgot to mention this. Um, he, he, Straight from the horse's mouth, he does not have a gambling problem. It was only fifteen hundred bucks. You gotta take the man at what it's worth. Take a man's word for what it's worth, rather. He he, yeah. I saw a tweet that put it into the context of like he was willing to risk fifteen hundred, or he bet fifteen hundred, knowing that he was about to risk like ten million. million Arguably the worst bucks. odds you could ever come up with. That's a great one. Life's funny when you look at it that way, huh, pal? Sure is. I did want to pull, uh, let me see. ESPN did put a formal piece of work together here. Michael Rothstein. Um, this is probably as good as time as ever to mention the gambling anon anonymous phone line. Mm. Put that in the show notes. 1-800-HIT-ME. Uh, 1-800-LET-IT-RIDE-BABY. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. 1 800, 1 800 I'll split them, please. Let's F and go. 1 800 product code LFG. Product code Let It Ride for half off your first deposit at Foxwoods Casino. Um, oh, he's the second player to be suspended for betting on NFL games since 2018. You know who the other one was? See, this yeah. is what I mean. The other one was then Arizona Cardinals defensive back, Josh Shaw was suspended in 2019 after the NFL learned he had bet on league games while on injured reserve. And that was before sports betting was like marketable. Those are the guys who should be betting on sports. People like Josh Shaw, Arizona Cardinals defensive back. Yeah. This, uh, this story reminds me of like the Gruden thing where it's like, mm -hmm. uh, you only caught one guy, like mm -hmm. the other, yep. the other bigger fish, it's probably like Mahomes or yep. something, but they're like, yep. eh, he's a, he's a, the quarterback on the, best team yeah. in the league so mm. calvin ridley unfortunately you're gonna have Took to bite the, bullet the team here. yep yeah that's oh, not good oh calvin yeah i don't know i was feeling good about calvin too i wanted him in new england Still, i'm not saying i don't anymore but i wanted him preferably for the 2022 season yeah 
Hey, silver lining. Ridley's contract will uh, will toll until 2023 and come off the books for 2022, opening up 11.1 million in salary cap room for the Falcons. So who says this maybe wasn't an inside job? Free up the books a little bit for the offseason. Maybe they didn't go after a big name. Mm, Kyle Van Noy, perhaps. Maybe. <laughs> now that he's free. Uh, there's a lot of targets up for grabs in, in Atlanta. I would I would give Kyle Van Noy a ring. Yeah. Oh, their their receiving core is awful. Mm, interesting. Today. What? Calvin Ridley gets busted for betting. Yep. Kyle Van Noy, a man who backs lines, literally. Mm. Yep. Is, is dropped and released by the Patriots. Wow. Connect the dots. I think I think our listeners... Oh, this is sad. This is fucked up. What is this? Oh, God. Here's a timeline. <laughs> From Atlanta Falcons wide receiver Calvin Ridley's tumultuous 2021 season to suspension. This is not good. So May 3rd, 2021. The team picks up his fifth-year option for $11 million. June 9th, the Falcons traded away Julio Jones, making Ridley the team's top receiver. And it seemed it seemed all but guaranteed he would get a long-term extension. Don't pull your breath on that one. June 15th, Ridley spoke to the media about his off-season foot surgery. Okay, this is kind of taking a long time. July 29th, Ridley, Ridley declared the foot healthy in training camp, but did not participate. This is the stupidest fucking article I've ever read. So you just August already read Ridley Seriously. Has his, uh, wisdom teeth removed. <laughs> no, listen to this. July 29th. Ridley, Ridley declared the foot healthy in training camp, but did not participate in any preseason games. I swear to God, this is the next date. August 4th, 2020, 2021. A good day at practice with his daughter. And there's a picture of Calvin Ridley posting a tweet with hashtag girl dad. That's it. That's that's the event from, from August 4th. Ah, yeah. Number definitely 12. tumultuous. Ridley opened the season with five catches for 51 yards against the Eagles. Not a good game by his standards. It's only mm-hmm. 10 fantasy points. So he played one, two. Mm. Here's where it all went downhill. And here's where I think a lot of blame is going to be put. October 7th, week three. Team getting ready to go to London for a game against the Jets. He declines to go because of what he deemed a personal issue. Then it was the bye week. Oh, he played as late of October 24th. Hmm. October 31st, he played. God damn. November 5th, non-injury list. And then we skip to later in November. Ridley's betting spree covers five days in the month and includes players. Oh, excuse me, parlays in which he included the Falcons to win. I think it's, I think there should be like a small asterisk when you bet on your team to win as opposed to lose. Wouldn't you agree? Like, wouldn't it be much easier to manipulate a loss than a win? Especially if you're talking about the Falcons who blow much easier while you're not playing. So they're even more your best. You're their best player. You're not playing and you're betting for them to win. Mm -hmm. Maybe this isn't a bet. Maybe you just shouldn't be gambling. These are terrible bets. (laughs) Very bad bets. You know more about the Falcons than anyone and everyone else knows they suck and you're in a parlay is different because it's like, imagine hitting everything and then the one leg you lose is because you're betting on your team who you know stinks. Uh, I kind of feel bad for him now. He must have maybe got some bad advice. Maybe he's listening to Trista Crick's gambling podcast. <laughs> suggested it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Unless, um, 
unless when he was betting on his team to win is because he uh, had some in- insider information about the opponent and he was influencing them to lose. That's a na- another layer to this little, little uh, bean burrito dip. We got brewing here. That's another one. I don't know. You think he's going to bet again? False name. Dalvin Schmidley. Like, what's the punishment if he gets busted again? It's almost just like, obviously, you're out of the league, but like, dude, come on. Like, come on, bro. It's almost like the Josh Gordon thing. I remember when it was like his, like, literally third or fourth suspension. It's like, just stop giving him another chance. He just, he clearly doesn't get it. Like, it's not anyone's fault. It's not the NFL. At that point, it's not the NFL's fault. Like, you can buy him counseling. Again, it just sounds so stupid saying it out loud. So, you can buy him counseling. You get, they did so much for him. And I think he, it was literally at least three, maybe like three, four or five like suspensions. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, like good news Friday. Josh Gordon's reinstatement has been uh, approved by the league. Got to pray for the kid this time. It's like, no, you don't like you're a fucking moron. <laughs> like I like the third time you're way too good to like, just keep doing this. And I'm not saying like, this is the same thing, but <laughs> unless he, unless he gets caught again, but I, it's, it is weird. Like it is going back to you, what you said, like all these pro sports league make probably close to billions of dollars on sports betting now, mm-hmm. which is, it's crazy to me because before, like there was a signature on a piece of paper, making it legal. It was like, it was like an unspoken thing. Like you don't talk about sports betting amongst yeah. people who are in pro sports. It's unheard of. Yeah. Now they have full on TV talk shows. And like are hiring an entire workforce. To Dude, dedicate. everything's based around gambling now. Like yeah. you look at like this, the ESPN tickers, it has like the over-unders, the spreads. Like you said, there's literally people employed to host shows about gambling. Every like local pregame show has, you know, the pickums and over-unders. Uh, it's crazy. And it's like, you know, this guy just wanted to get in. He might've been watching like Celtics pregame live and saw Scal talking about, Scal's picks of the game or whatever the hell that stupid ass segment is called. And like I said, just wanted to have a little fun. Uh, I just Googled it really quickly because I was trying to remember, like, I know that the Patriots had a pretty uh, big relationship and it's because Robert Kraft was one of the early investors to DraftKings, one of the earliest and biggest investors. So it's like, Hmm. what are we doing before it was legal? No, it, it was while it was legal, but, um, Oh, just interesting. that'd be interesting. So it's like you can invest in this company, but you actually can't like on the record make money from it till it's legal. Good for that. Good for that. That's really great. And again, I don't have a problem. I think it's great. But uh, yeah, that was an interesting one coming across. We'll have to see how it goes. Thoughts and prayers, of course, out to Calvin Ridley. Um, you have to. You're gonna have to hit a, hit a hot streak to make 11 million back. Yeah, Man, that's gonna be some big leg. Big leg parlays, if you ask me. Oh, or yeah. you just play it safe and just hammer, like, just hammer, like, a minus, like, 5,000. And then, like, put your life savings on it. Which I've never, those bets are so fu- so stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, bet $100 to make net $105. <laughs> like, like, what is, I don't understand it. I love seeing people lose those bets. That's always a good time. Um, all right. <clears throat> What else we got going on? You want to go a little Celtics? Yeah. You want to start on with Glenn Davis? Court. 
or yeah, slightly no, off the court. What are you thinking? Uh, let's let's start with Big Baby. If you want to talk about the actual game, we could do that after. Speaking of, yeah, just good guys getting busted in the public spotlight. That was so cool. Did you God, see that on the idiot. broadcast? I missed yeah. it. It was awkward as fuck. So awkward. Do you think it was on perp? Like, did they literally? Did he just happen to get checked? Like when they panned to him? Yeah. Or was that the main reason they panned to him? Because they saw Glenn Davis getting escorted out of a seat that clearly wasn't purchased by Glenn Davis. No, they, so they had panned to him once earlier, and it was when um, someone was shooting free throws. So they had spare time, mm-hmm. and they knew that he was there. So they panned to him once. And I don't know what the fuck he was doing. Probably eating like a burrito or some shit. And sure. then like went to the gameplay. And then the second time that they came back to him was when the seat debacle occurred. <sighs> Always a tough situation. Do you want to explain it? I get. Yeah, I mean, I think we've it? all been there. We've all been there. We've all, uh, you know, kind of uh, tested the limits with what uh, radiuses of our purchase seats were. But he was like, what, like courtside under the basket, mm-hmm. more or less. And, and real quick, going back, I was going to say before, there had to be someone at that game more noteworthy than Glenn Davis to do a, a literal feature on where an intern had to literally type up a graphic about Glenn Davis and put it on the screen. Gorman was in the crowd. I'm sure some Nets, you know, Brooklyn people were there. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg's brother was probably there. Like there it's, had to be someone more noteworthy. It's a Sunday afternoon game against the Nets. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. there's there's someone bigger than him. Yeah. So anyway, Glenn Davis was there. Was it the guy whose seats they were or like an usher come up to him? <laughs> it was an or usher. Or was it Usher who came up to him? <laughs> it was Usher's Usher. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It was it was Usher's Usher's usher at his cousin's wedding came up to glenn davis of all people and basically um like hey like are you sure these are your seats and glenn davis played it like we all do you do the double check at your ticket yeah um like oh oh geez you know what this this isn't row seven balcony 300 nope this is a floor seat you know these aren't we don't really have uh really numbers for these this this you would know if you were on the floor or not, sir. Ah, my bad, my bad. And they kind of escort him out. I'd love to know where his real seats were. At least Loge. He wasn't closer than Loge. So I have potentially a wet blanket to this story. Okay. This is now. This is Glenn Davis's word and his Instagram post. Oh. But he he uh, he posted a picture, and his explanation was that his seat was actually one row behind, <laughs> and the 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 cause for like. The mistake again, this is his word, so who knows, but um, that his actual seat was taken. So naturally, he thought that the open seat was actually his. But yeah, really, he was one row behind. All right, we'll 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 edit that out because, yeah, we're going to take that to be true. Yeah. Um, and then a uh, friend of the program, Pele, had a great tweet about, yeah, he definitely did that insurance fraud stuff. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> that Regardless was like icing on the thing- cake. Glenn Davis is definitely an insurance. He's an fraud. insurance fraud guy. Yeah. Dental insurance fraud guy. He definitely did those fake, fake root canals. Um, no, oh, Kevin Durant. I'm, I'm sure that this. was the case. Yeah. Caught, caught on a hot mic. What do you call <laughs> him? Like a so fat bitch. Uh, I don't, I don't think it was quite that aggressive. <laughs> I think he said, <laughs> I think he was Back like, you see, you broke bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, oh, those, those ain't your seats, big dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, it's like my other thought was like, it's not like Glenn, 
like at this point, I'm sure if Kevin Garnett like wants to go to a Celtics game, he can sit where he wants to sit. Like they'll make it work. I don't think Glenn Davis still has those ties with the Celtics where it's like, <laughs> Hey, I'm in town. Who would he talk to? I don't know. Like Wick Rosebeck. Like, Hey, I'm in town. <laughs> like, uh, can you oh, hook Wick's me up with some blocked. seats? Yeah. Like I, I, Glenn, like I can forward you the link to StubHub. Like, I don't know what you want me to tell you. Yeah, why, that was the why is Glenn part. Davis on the reseller market for his seats? Yeah. It was funny because it's like Glenn Davis was the perfect person for that to happen to. A, his his career in Boston. B, all the stuff about the insurance story. And then C, like, no offense. I hope I'm not offending anyone. Just his physical appearance. He's just a goofy fat guy. And it just looked funny him getting kicked out. Kind of like struggles to get up out of his seat and then just... <laughs> He's a, he went he's from a literally on camera on an ESPN national broadcast to <laughs> sitting one row back further. That that couldn't have been. Yeah, that couldn't have been more. He was the perfect guy for that to happen to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, like, please, the rest of the country, like, don't associate Glenn Davis with the Celtics. Like, we we no. don't claim this guy. That was really the first time. I, that was the first time I thought about Glenn Davis till like a year ago when we were talking about the insurance thing. And then before that was probably 10 years. Um, There's multiple like legitimate reasons to, to dislike him too. So I just remembered he got busted for like, what was it? Like 92 grand worth of weed or something like that. Yeah. It's just like the manner and how obvious Mm -hmm. it was, was, was stupid. Mm -hmm. Uh, The crying incident with KG where he was Mm -hmm. KG made him cry on the bench. And then if you were a Celtics fan and like his, his rookie season was the title year. And he was good his rookie season. I liked him. The very next year, he sure. remember he started taking jumpers and like yeah, how much sure. we fucking hated watching him in Perk. So like ever since that point, his calling card was just getting mm-hmm. rebounds and like cleaning up and getting all the uh, the garbage points. And then all of a sudden he thought he was like a, I don't know, a superstar. Then they traded him to the Magic and he yep. was just like a 15 foot jumper guy for the rest of his uh, career. Yeah, he was. I mean, he was a good draft pick. Um, and whenever they got him, was he first round, second round pick? Hmm. I remember him at LSU, pretty good player. He's one of those guys who like came into camp, well, came out of the, came out of college kind of chubby, and you're like, all right, like being in the pros, we can get him into shape. It just never really happened, <laughs> so that's kind of not great. Um, not really what you want to see. You usually want to see the other end of that, get in better shape as your career goes on. What are you going to do? Can't argue that. Um, as far as the on-court performance by the teams playing, pretty good weekend. The old Boston Celtics, Leahy block your ears, but I think they look pretty good. <laughs> Seriously, like two, those are probably the two best games of the year. Yeah. Like from an entertainment perspective and I think from a games that, they won good, good wins. I know they're both at home that Friday or Thursday game against the Grizzlies. That was the, that was the game I was looking forward to more than, you know, one I can remember in a long time. Ja was coming off, like probably his peak of the season. He's coming off that crazy game that we did a whole episode talking about. Um, And he still played well. He kind of got off to a slow start, but he still in the end had a good game. And they won that game comfortably. Tatum looked great. The Brooklyn game, like it's, I think the other thing we learned from Sunday, as long as KD and Kyrie are back, like that's the Nets. Like they're they're a good team. All you yeah. need is those two guys. Simmons, we'll see, but 
I think they scored. They probably, I think they had like, I remember like 20 minutes went by before I remember anyone else scoring a point. Like they came out, they came out killing. KD came out. Even Kyrie came out. Uh, Kyrie was getting killed by, by the fans, which was good. Um, and they won that game. I wouldn't call it comfortably, but uh, maybe even better. Cause it's like, it showed Thursday showed they can win comfortably against a very good team in Memphis. And then Sunday showed that a, another big peak primetime, you know, big, uh, big talked about game with superstars. They can hang in there and they can close whatever that series was. I think it was like three minutes left Tatum hit. And then it was that Brown, um, the Jalen Brown three. I forget who was on him. He got someone on a pump fake. It might've been Dragic or someone that shot into a timeout. They haven't closed like that in a while. That yeah. was sick. That might've been the best moment. That was like my favorite shot of the season. Great Marcus smart weekend. Great Tatum night. Um, Durant just did his thing as usual. But uh, I don't know. My question would be, I know we talked about this offline. I don't remember a single season where the swing from like lows of the low to highs of the high was so drastic. And like we talked, I think understandably said, and I know at this point I do realize injuries was a big part of it, but they were so hard to watch <laughs> like the first like couple months of the season. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, were they frustrating. The games they would lose, like the leads they would blow the fourth quarters where they simply couldn't close Tatum and Brown, just not working. And then on top of that, all the like stuff in the media we had to listen to every day. It was like, Oh my God, this run they're on. This is definitely one of my favorite Celtics teams in a while. Mm-hmm. At least, like I said, from a pure enter- entertainment standpoint, yeah. smarts doing his thing. Brown and Tatum are working. Um, Tatum is, I think taking a step. Rob, I love watching Rob. Now Horford's having good games. Derek White, I think, was a good move. He's playing well. Even guys like Pritchard are hitting big shots. Neesmith's still a little disappointing. Uh, what else? Even Daniel Tice is playing good minutes. Yeah. Which was like a laughable trade at the deadline, which I didn't think was that bad. But um, I don't know. And the East is just so crazy right now. I don't even really know what their ceiling is. Yeah. Like it's going to sound like Homer to say one seed, but what are they, four, four games back? They're four and a half games out of first place right now. That's that's not crazy. They went from almost for sure missing the playoffs to mm-hmm. there's plenty of people like respectable people who consider them a championship contender. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I, I don't know about that, but like I just said, you're four games out of first place. You're the hottest team in the league. You have the best defense in the league. You have what's appearing like a fourth quarter closeout type of superstar in Tatum. I, I mean, I'm not going to tell that person they're an idiot for saying right. that, you know, like it's, it's, de- it's defendable. I mean, even in front of them. So they're the fifth seed right now, game behind Chicago game and a half behind Milwaukee, who I think's good. Philly, I think's good, but truly have to see you have two of the biggest playoff wild cards in the league on the same team. And then Miami's the team in first place, like with a comfortable three game lead. So I don't know. I think the top five or six in Cleveland's only a game behind us. The top six, I could see shaking up literally anyway. Um, we'd have Chicago right now in a playoff series, which I think I'd feel good about. Who's the seventh seed right now? Toronto. 
Toronto is seven. Charlotte's eight. Brooklyn's down to nine. Uh, Atlanta's jumped up to 10. And then Washington's a couple games back out of the plan. I mean, even Atlanta doesn't stink. Like when you have guys like Trey Young and Clint Capella and like good players, you don't stink. Charlotte has good players. Toronto had almost just as impressive of a streak as Boston did, and they've lost a few. Cleveland's got good players, but I think most people would identify them as that young team right now. Chicago's kind of a wild card because they're all, you know, kind of a new, new squad. The only one I'm, I really, I think, can count on is probably Milwaukee, mostly because mm. of Giannis. And they looked pretty good against Phoenix um, Sunday night as well. They can close too. So, and Chris Middleton is a Celtics killer. So right now, the teams ahead of Boston, Milwaukee, I think would scare me. I think you can, like, Philly probably has the two best players, but I don't know. I think there's just some sort of energy about a, a Philadelphia-Boston series based on recent history. Oh, I, I, I would like to that. see uh, Marcus Smart on James Harden again. Mm-hmm. I'd sign Tristan Thompson just for a series to play against the Sixers. Oh. I'd like a rematch against Miami too after that bubble series. I'd actually love that because a game – I'm assuming we'll probably be the road team. So a games like three and four in Boston is going to be much different than that. Those bubble games a couple of years ago when uh, LaMickey won the championship. Oh, a Disney. <laughs> All those LeBron nicknames are so good. I used to hate them, but now I just, I just take them for what they are. Let's choke. Let China. LaMickey. <laughs> LaBrick. Oh, I love it. Shout out our good friend of the program, Nick Adams. And then, uh, yeah, I don't see, I don't really see anyone outside the plan right now getting in. They're all terrible. I wish but I yeah, could remember how the bracket works. I, I, I do. I did confirm it after the other day. So seven, eight, nine, ten, right? Seven plays ten. If seven wins, they're in. They're the seven seed. Okay. So the loser of that game, the ten seed plays the winner of eight, nine. So eight, nine, 10, half eight, nine. And whoever loses the first game have to win twice. Cause that's how Boston. I forget what happened oh, right. last year. Did we lose? No, we won. We beat Washington. Right. Mm-hmm. And then got the seven seed. And then it was Charlotte and Washington. And I think Washington won actually. Right. So it was the, the wizards were in the playoffs last year. Yeah. Got smoked by uh, Philadelphia, if I remember right. <laughs> that sounds that sounds uh, vaguely familiar. Yes. And then in the West, speaking of uh, speaking of LeBron James, not to mention he had a pretty good game the other day. Lakers are in the nine seed. Dude, Brooklyn and LA are the nine seeds right now. Respectfully, all due respect. Can't say I saw that one coming. You know who's creeping back is New Orleans. That yeah. Leahy's boy CJ McCollum. And Zion's apparently just like MVP favorite, like driving through town, taking pictures everywhere, I guess. Oh, he's living his life like a 22 year old man should. Absolutely. Really <laughs> he was spotted at like the grocery store, the fucking city hall. He's everywhere, but a basketball court at this point. Uh, damn, dude. Phoenix has an eight game lead over the Warriors and the Grizzlies for that matter. They're tied. Warriors have been a little in a 
a little slumpville ever since uh, the last few weeks. So I'm looking yeah. forward to uh, this. Should be a fun stretch. This should be a fun stretch. I think um, as long as they can like main, I don't expect them to continue like whatever this has been, like an 800 winning percentage. If they continue to beat teams, they should beat, and then win a handful of games against the competitive ones. I think they'll be fine. I I, I want to stay out of the playing tournament. I think that should be rock bottom like floor right now. The playing tournament. Yeah. Ceiling. I think ceiling would would be a home top three seed. I don't see why not. I don't see. I wonder who else they're playing. So they got. Let's get a quick little forecast at Charlotte on Wednesday. Charlotte usually plays them tough. You play the Pistons. You play the Pistons like every other week. You got the Pistons on Friday, so that's a loss. Um, Mavericks KG retirement game in a couple weeks. See what I mean is like I'd like to see them continue. They should beat Charlotte. They should beat Detroit. I expect Dallas to be a tough game. Like if they lose a close game to Dallas, is what it is. Yeah. Ooh, what are you doing Thursday, March seventeenth, St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> this is weird, dude. So Thursday, March seventeenth, there's one game. It's Pistons at Magic at seven p.m. on NBA TV. That's got to be a makeup game from a COVID thing. For some reason, both teams that's will be wearing bonkers. green. Yeah, that's going to be fun. That's going to be very, uh, very Celtic. Nuggets. Because I think there's like, what, like 20-something games left. I want to see some game. I want like the Bucks, the Bulls. I want to do some. I'm going to leapfrog some positions here. Ooh, Leahy, if you're listening. Wednesday, March 23rd, Jazz at Celtics. Ooh. That's a big one. I saw. Uh, I saw. Scalp our way in. Yeah, I Go saw ahead. a stat uh, earlier today. Donovan has been averaging like twenty-seven points a game over his last, I don't know, eleven or something like that. And the Jazz have gone nine and two. <clears throat> He's a great player, really good player. Mm-hmm. As good as Jason Tatum. Um, Correct. Now we should address this. Like, <laughs> like he brought it up. So. In case you're one of our listeners who hasn't hacked into our group chat, it's been ongoing. Uh, our producer of the program, speaking of unpaid employees, producer of our program, big Donovan Mitchell guy. I don't know if he likes Don. I just think he likes Donovan Mitchell over Jason Tatum. I don't think he, I don't know if he actually likes him as like a player. He just <laughs> likes that argument. <laughs> yeah. You know? And in the same regard, I don't think he dislikes Jason Tatum. I just think he's a fan of, Donovan Mitchell over Jason Tatum, the idea of it. <laughs> this one specific debate. <laughs> Huge fan. <laughs> he, he just has a jersey, but the jersey's like 51% jazz and 49% like Celtics. <laughs> and the back is just Mitchell greater than sign Tatum. Um, and, and I do think I had this interesting thought. So probably the first time I've ever had one. I think after Sunday's game, it's like people jump into like, okay, like Tatum's top five, top 10, whatever, like MVP candidate coming, this, this, and that. After like we actually laid out some players, it's easy to say like Tatum's top 10. I think after watching that game, I'd probably say the same thing. But I don't really know because I think the list we quickly threw together was fair. Um, Where was it? Here we go. So we had this debate. That's what I was going to say, okay? (laughs) So Leahy said, I don't know, I said something stupid, like 15 or 16, which sounds a little high or a little low, however you want to look at it. 
But here's the thing. Um, he's like, go through your top 10. Off the top of his head, he said Giannis, Durant, Curry, LeBron, Jokic, Kawhi, Luka, Embiid, Harden, and Dame. I don't know if Tatum's obviously better than any of those guys, but I mean, that's 10 people right there. And then like, there's other people, there's Jimmy Butler, there's, I don't know, Devin Booker, whoever else, right? Abdul Nader. Of course, all the, all the big names. There's a, like, there's just a lot, there's a very good talent pool in the NBA right now. When Jason Tatum's not a consensus top 10 player, if you watch that game Sunday. Or Friday, or like whatever you last you you watch like the last 10, 10 games they've played. Um, I don't know. I don't know what my bigger point is, but like there's good players in the NBA. I don't know if that's a hot take or not. Good <laughs> basketball players specifically. Yeah, It'll I was hoping you 10. wouldn't go there. LeBron's gonna be out soon. The one I hesitated on was Kawhi. I just don't feel like I've seen Kawhi play in a long time. And I know he just played last year, but. I don't. I haven't seen Kawhi have a game like Tatum had. I know he's maybe he's a little more well-rounded, but I think the best thing I'm taking away from his play lately. I think I said this in the group chat is for all those like workout picks in the off season and all these post-game workout picks he does now. I enjoy. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy him as much as the next guy. It's nice to see him actually utilize the new muscle at his job. Yeah, going to the rim, playing defense, things of that nature. So. I have pretty high optimism for Tatum going forward. I, I'd buy him right now. Buy medium, Same. sell him high. I still Same love Jalen Brown. Smart's getting back on my good side. I'll never stop apologizing to Grant Williams. I owe that guy a beer next time I see him at a at halftime pizza for sure because he is a very good bench player. He's an awesome role player, dude. Yeah, I can't believe we're talking about this. <laughs> He's a great bench player. And you could tell the rest of the team like genuinely loves him. enjoys loves yeah. him. Loves him. He like he is like he's getting in like James Posey, like Eddie House territory, like off the bench. He's yeah, and I think he's um, good. I think this summer, I think he's uh the end of his contract. Sign Celtics are gonna have to <laughs> Celtics are legitimately gonna have to pony up some money to keep Grant Williams. Give him the which franchise is tag. An absurd statement. The Patriots are going to fumble their franchise tag, so take it from them and give it to Grant. You should be able to switch it between teams in one city. That'd be so cool. Yeah. I've always said, I think it'd be awesome to just do like interleague trades. Like uh, like Ooh. the Patriots could trade, I don't know. Patriots trade like Nikhil Harry to the Broncos in exchange the Nuggets <laughs> send Nikola Jokic to the Celtics and the Celtics send Marcus Smart to like the Rockies or something like something like that. That would be really cool. I mostly meant it in terms of like fantasy leagues. Like if you did like if you oh, had yeah. a group of friends with like a baseball, basketball, and football league, that would be sick. Um if if Corey still listens, we used to have that idea because we had a dynasty football and baseball league, and I think a friend of the program. One of your close personal friends, Scott McVicker, and I were talking one night, and I was just like, "Dude, if we could, like, I would trade you Aaron Rodgers for Troy Tulowitzki right now." <laughs> and he's, <laughs> and he's like, "It's our league. Like, why, why wouldn't we be able to do that?" And I was like, "Let's do it. I think that'd be so fun." That's true. You guys are the commissioners, right? Like, who's gonna like slap us on the wrist? <laughs> Tell us we can't do this. We Look get a me. former like NFL letterhead letter from 
from Josh Goodell, Roger Goodell, uh, and Bud Selig. They they like co-write it. Forward by Bud Selig. <laughs> or not Bud Selig, Rob Manfred, whoever that bozo is in, in place now. But um, uh, how does this circle back to Donovan Mitchell? Yeah, we'll see. I guess they just have to play each other in the finals. Yeah. Which could happen. Jazz are right there. Ja- I mean, Jazz are a higher seed than Celtics right now, so <clears> I can't really say much. I don't know, knowing really nothing about the Jazz, uh, I would take Boston in that series if it happened tomorrow. That'd be a yeah. hell of a series. Man, that would be tough because Utah's always been such a, a tough place for anyone to play. Especially, yeah. You uh, <laughs> might say the Utah and Boston crowd have more in common than you'd think. Uh, I was thinking about this so the other day. That's a good thing. Yeah. So Celtics are 39 and 27. They have 16 games left. Not if bad. they go 11 and five, which is certainly doable. Yep. They're going to win 50 games, which is mm. absurd to think about good benchmark. two months ago. Yeah, for sure. 50 is a good benchmark. Good call. Um, so they're obviously going to lose to Detroit. So that's one. So they have four games they can lose. That 11 and five. That's interesting. That's like a pay, that's like a that's a football number. <laughs> that's football math. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I I'd feel good about a home seed, three or four. I'd feel I'd feel I think that'd be cool. I think that'd be a successful regular season. Do you think yeah. um, do you think Yudoka gets coach of the year attention, or is it just too late? Hmm. Who's like I mean, a, he would have to if it's, if they played like this consistently. I don't know who yeah. the coach of the favorite like who is good point. Because all coach of the year, we talk about this all the time. It's it's a it's either a team that was supposed to stink that's good, or a team that's riddled with injuries. Yeah. NBA coach of the year odds. Oh, I don't even know who the fuck's coaching the Bulls, but I that guy yeah, probably yeah. has a decent shot. Even though um, I mean they made some big pickups or wait, a big pickup. 2021-2022. That's this year, right? Yeah. Subject change updated Saturday, March 5th. Technically, this was before the, the Nets game. Uh, Monty Williams is first. Okay, Phoenix. yeah. That's fair, I guess. Uh, J.B. Bickerstaff, Cleveland. That's oh, the team. Right. Team who used to stink, who's now good. Fire yeah. Namler, by the way, too. Taylor Jenkins of Memphis. Spolstra. Mm-hmm. Billy Donovan. Billy is Chicago. I always forget he's the coach there. Yeah. Spolstra again? Damn. And then Ime Adoka plus 5,000. Man, that's not bad money. If they finish like a top three seed, top two seed over these other guys, I might see what Calvin's thinking, but that's a pretty good, pretty good, uh, pretty good odds. <laughs> yeah, Steve Na- why is St- Steve Nash is on this list? He's a terrible coach. You should look up um, what are the title odds right now? Like who are. Because on when I was on DraftKings yesterday, yeah, uh, who the the Nets were still like the Way fourth highest. Um, I was surprised the Warriors were like second or third still, and I feel this like no one's nuts. really talked about them in a while. Oh, February seventeenth. Hold on, hold on. It's way too long ago. Three days ago. I can work with that. I can work with that. Suns, Warriors, Nets are all even at plus four fifty. Brooklyn Nets are in the ninth place right now. That's they're not even a they might not even make the playoffs. 
when I saw that, I thought my app was like wasn't working or something. That's crazy. And this is also before the loss on Sunday. Yikes. Suns and Warriors make sense. Bucks. So Bucks are plus 650. I'd put my money on the Bucks all day before the Nets for better yeah. odds. Philly. So I'm going to read you some of the teams that are have, you know, are favorited below the Nets. You tell me when to stop. Bucks, yes. Sixers. Miami, who's literally in first place right now. Utah. Boston, Memphis, Chicago. Like, I, I get it. Like, they're not their team. But what we saw Sunday was probably their team. I think you, I would assume that's their team. You had Ben Simmons. I don't know what that's really getting. That's maybe the biggest wild card in the league right now. Who knows? Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if we just saw what we saw Sunday, Celtics-Nets would be a good series. Yeah, that wouldn't be that'd be a six or seven game series without without a doubt. Yeah, you know, it's unstoppable in the first. I was going to say it's a, it's a KD thing. K, that's the only thing. KD <laughs> is employed by the team, and he'll probably play during the playoffs. So they're favored to win the tournament if he's if he's playing on that team. They've got to get out of that playing though. They they've they've got to start winning some games. Yeah, you know, there's only so many games left. They can't keep just the suit. They can't just keep doing that you know as long as we get in seeds don't matter eventually they do lakers on the other hand are in the same exact position and i don't even know what their odds would be you also can't just they're, they're still Ben's way higher than they should like be. once the playoffs start nah lakers i mean they probably 5, will but it's like how the fuck's that gonna work lakers are plus five thousand, and they're the same exact same exact position as the nets LeBron has 56. And they have LeBron James. And they have LeBron James. Right. So you're saying that's interesting. Good point. Lakers and Nets are the same seed right now. I guess you can argue argue the Lakers are in a tougher conference, maybe. Um, LeBron and KD, KD's better, but LeBron and KD, I think, are comparable. All that says is just how much better the rest of that roster is than the Lakers. Yeah. Even if you call KD and LeBron a wash. The rest of that roster, the net, they have the Nets like 12 teams higher <laughs> than the Lakers. And I'm not disagreeing. I don't think the Lakers have a shot in hell of winning the championship. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't make the playoffs. If they're in the play-in, that's tough. I don't think LeBron wants any part of a I lost the play-in game narrative. Because <laughs> he knows old Nick Adams will get, get his Twitter fingers going and let him have it. Same with Skip. Skip might have an aneurysm. Do you think the uh, the reason that LeBron hasn't like subliminally um, dissed Westbrook is he is because he's afraid he's like the one guy who actually might fight him in in the locker room or something? Maybe because I'm surprised. Clutch? Usually LeBron will pretty much like uh, mm-hmm. oh, he care. other people, but he hasn't. Yeah, really I think done I that. think I think he respects Westbrook. I think he kind of yeah. has to. He I mean he's killing him, but killing LeBron's life. But yeah, he's got to respect him. He's is he a clutch guy? Uh, no. Nope, only uh, data Davis. Yeah, right. Um, let's let's wrap up here. Uh, I wanted to ask you about Batman. You saw Batman, the excuse me, the Batman over the weekend. Can confirm it is. It's a movie. It's him for sure. It's the Batman. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very good. I haven't yeah. seen. Uh, have you seen those Twilight movies? No. <laughs> okay. Oh, I wasn't sure. I know those are like 
crazy popular. But no, I haven't seen him. No, yeah. Having said that, uh, Robert Pattinson does a good job. I think I think he looks awesome. I think I think it's a good one. You can tell. Yeah. I mean, they they hammered that trailer. Like I'm, I'm curious to see what I haven't seen like in the movie from YouTube. Um, so I guess yeah, spoiler free review. You thought it was good. One of I the did. Ones. You- Are you a big Batman guy? Have you seen the other ones? Yeah, um, I, I like Bale, Batman Michael in general. Keaton, all those guys. Adam West. I, th- <laughs> I think it is funny how uh, over the last like four or five years, the internet has like kind of roasted Batman in terms of his place. Among I know, what you, I know exactly what you mean. I know yeah. exactly what you mean. And I don't, I don't think it's a bad argument. Um, he's cool. Very right. cool guy. That's what overrides the most all efficient, the, the other shit. Yeah. Is he the most efficient like crime fighter? Like if it was like, you know, the world's at risk. Would he be my first guy off the bench? I don't know. No, he needs, I don't know. He needs time to game plan. <laughs> yeah. If there's like a couple joints being passed in the park, you know, Batman can handle this one. Yeah. If Thanos is coming downtown, I might, I might call Iron Man. <laughs> but- I think one of the funniest arguments I saw was that on the one hand, like <clears throat> Batman is simultaneously a narc because he is sure. busting like petty crime. Yeah. Uh, and then on the other hand, cops don't really like him. So it's like no one fucking likes him. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He's a cop who just dresses different than the other guys for some reason. <laughs> and it's okay. He's an independent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, it's, it's tough to like really tr- truly show your colors as a Batman guy, but he, the coolness, coolness yeah, yeah. overwhelms all the other shit. But like, it also depends like who you picture as Batman. Christian Bale is a cool Batman. Yeah. I can see Pattinson doing it. Um, I didn't even see the Ben Affleck ones because it looks so stupid. Uh, George yeah. Clooney, Val Kilmer, Keaton was okay, but like the Christian Bale Batman's were good. Yeah. And it's it's also obviously everyone besides Batman. Like the villains in the Christian Bale series were obviously incredible. Um, but yeah, the new one looks good. It definitely has a different tone, and I like those ones, like the more realistic ones, like the okay. Riddler. From what I can see, is quite different than Jim Carrey. And Batman Forever, which I'm fine with because that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's that's another one that uh, okay. Batman just beats up on mentally ill patients. <laughs> yeah, I saw that floating around. That's a good but, take. That's a good tweet. But the realistic thing, um, you will definitely notice that this movie at the end, uh, I was like, yeah, how's it end? This is feasible. Like this, some of this stuff actually could happen. There's crazy people for sure. Yeah. My, my biggest like pet peeve with batman more than anything else is like just move like gotham city is a terrible place to live terrible yeah it, like you are per capita the highest mass murder insane people in one town mm-hmm. luckily it's literally the only town with batman so it's almost like a match made in heaven i saw was Heinz ward point. in this one huh Heinz ward was he in this one <sighs> nah he had nah, actually no no, uh, la, 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 la. no spoilers okay <laughs> roethlisberger he no, plays um, Heinz Alfred. Ward audition. They actually end up giving it to uh, Antoine Randall L. Oh, no shit. Wow. Yeah. I'm a little older. Okay. Playing <laughs> younger. I'm 42, but I play it. I can play a 28 year old. No problem. I can play Juju Smith Schuster if you need me to. Do you know any of the rest of the cast? Actually, I did have one question I was going to ask you. Um, well, I know Zoe Kravitz is Catwoman. Yep. Uh, I, I I don't know his name, but I know the guy who plays Riddler. I, I actually like him as an actor. Oh, I um, is the before. penguin a big part of the movie? That was actually my biggest question for you. 
Big part. Really? Yep. He's very. He seems pretty underplayed in the trailer. Do you know who plays? Is him? it? Yeah, Colin Farrell. Right. Yeah, I don't. You won't know. I don't know, know what Colin Farrell actually looks like. Like now. Right. 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 Is it a lot of like, like uh, what's his actual name? Is it the same thing? Um, Oswald Cobblepot. Is that his name? Uh, is it a transformation into Penguin, or is he like the Penguin? Because the Penguin's a pretty defined character. I'm gonna get this wrong because there was one point where I dozed off for like 20 minutes, and I can't remember. Sounds like a good movie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember while I was awake. They didn't explain yeah. the origin of the penguin. I don't think okay. he's an actual penguin. No, no, that's not what I was saying. But <laughs> oh, like, the I'll name this way. No, no, I just meant everything. Like if you've seen Batman Returns, like Danny DeVito, right. Danny DeVito cast as the penguin is maybe the best casting in cinematic history. Like there's one person. There's one person who can play the penguin in Danny DeVito. And I almost think there's one role Danny DeVito can play, and it's the Penguin from Batman. <laughs> but yeah, that's actually one of the biggest things I was interested in because that's a lot of like usually the movies have Batman and one main bad guy, right? Like Batman yeah. and Joker, Batman and Bane, uh, whatever. This one has Catwoman, Riddler, and Penguin. And I'm pissed. I did stumble into like a half a spoiler about the end. It, I'll put it this way: it sounds like there's a potential for a sequel. For fair? sure. Okay, great. Um, I kind of saw that, but now I'm trying to go see it this weekend, probably Friday. Um, I'm looking forward to it. It looks it looks dope. I will say this about the penguin. It is a mm-hmm. different version of the penguin, for sure. It's not like the same, yeah, the same mm-hmm. guy that Danny DeVito was playing. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. No, but like I love like I think the Riddler got caught a lot of flack, like when his like screenshots whatever stills came out i think that's sick like that's what a crate that's what a crazy person looks like he doesn't mm-hmm. need to have you know like the stupid like jumpsuit with fucking question marks all over it and you know writing like ransom notes to val kilmer yeah i would argue that's very low on his list of priorities is this fucking outfit for an, a crazy person <laughs> does it does it dive into about how he like gets dressed from what i can see it looks like he's just wrapped in like tarp with like, like glasses on. This is another part I may have been asleep for. I don't think they explained his uh his okay. You liked the movie? <laughs> Dude, it's three you hours. You've been asleep for half of it. I know. Yeah, I know. That's tough. That's hmm. tough. Going to see it Friday night, eh? Maybe. You wanna come? <laughs> I wouldn't rule it out. Okay. Depending on where uh where exactly you go to see it. I was probably thinking around here, Maine. <laughs> yeah. No, we'll see. Um, yeah, maybe next time we'll we'll dive in. We haven't done a State of the Union as far as TV and stuff. Uh, I did watch Winning Time. I know you haven't watched it yet, so we won't talk about it. The Lakers show. It's it's good. It'll be good. It'll be good All for right. us to talk about it on a weekly basis. In, I can't believe I, John I, I C. Riley's playing a serious character. It's it's not. It's I mean, it's an Adam McKay movie show. If you know anything about him, it's like like have you seen like Big Short? Or like Vice, or uh, Don't Look Up. You saw Don't Look Up, right? With Leonardo no. DiCaprio. Oh, I thought you did. Uh, well, I guess there's no point in continuing this then. Never mind. Compare um, anyway. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's good. It's like it's it's like a comedy drama. Okay. Like it's it's kind of funny, I guess. I don't know, but it's like 
the way he does his movies, like they often break the fourth wall. Like he'll just like talk to the camera, which I think is cool. They're all playing like the real people. Um, like I said, we'll talk about more next week. Whoever the hell they, they casted to play Magic Johnson, like that's Magic Johnson. Like he looks just like him. Ooh, um, okay. John C. Riley's character is great. I, I'm curious. I don't know if they're going to make him a bigger character, but Donald Sterling has a cameo in the first episode. Uh, I guess before he bought the Clippers. Um, what else? No, What's it's his a role? Show. Like At what did top. he do? Right. Uh, he was just hosting a party. I oh, okay. I don't know. He was like a billionaire. I think he bought the. Cl- I don't know when he bought the Clippers, but it was obviously after uh, Jerry Buss bought the Lakers. But no, it's good. But it's like I also wonder how it's. I don't know if it's just like a one season miniseries because you can't just keep writing storylines. It obviously ends somewhere. Right. I, I think it is just one season. I'm fine with that. It, it's going to be really good if that's the case. And uh, so we'll talk on that last time. I know we have some stuff. Ozark's coming in April. Oh, Barry's yes. coming in April. I need to watch. I do. I really want to watch Better Call Saul. I just have so much to. I'm like, I haven't even started it yet. Yeah, that's a lot. It's good. It's good. It's good. You, you would have a lot to catch up on. Yeah, I know. That's fine. You don't watch Euphoria, right? I haven't yet. I'm going to. Yeah, there's a lot. I've uh, I've been watching that Severance show on Apple. That's that seventy show. Really go. It's the, it's the one that um I think in the group chat with me, you and Justin, we talked the about one it. with Ashton Kutcher. That 70s show? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> I, for a second, I thought you were confusing him with uh, Adam Scott, the guy from Step Brothers. Oh, Adam McKay directed Step Brothers, too. <laughs> the guy who directed... Winnie Wait, Tom. really? Mm-hmm. And Anchorman. Okay. His first movie was Anchorman. So he either does like, he does like slapstick comedies or like... Wow. What cool a... Things like this. Yeah. I was okay. just looking up today. So Step Brothers. Anchorman was his first big movie. He did uh, The Other Guys with Mark Wahlberg. You know that movie? Oh, I did. Yeah, that's a good movie. Do you love that movie? I like that movie a lot. That's like, a, that's like I think, an underrated like top 10 comedy movie. It's so yeah. good. Did that. Uh, and then Big Short is probably the most similar movie to this. You, Big Short's great. That's a right. great movie you should watch. Um, but yeah, Severance looks good. I know I saw the trailer for that. I'd watch that. Stranger Things is coming out. I haven't caught up on that. Have you been, have you, are you up with Stranger Things? Yep. I saw a picture today. It was like Will Barton from season one to Will Barton today. And I'm not convinced that's the same person. That's like <laughs> Jonah Bird on like times a hundred, like type of puberty exchange. Yeah. They've got to wrap that show up soon. If this isn't the last season. He, yeah. He looks like, I don't know, like Rob Lowe, <laughs> but he's in like high school. <laughs> I'll probably watch that because Stranger Things, I did enjoy that a lot. It was a very good show. Um, the Wire season six, is that coming out soon? Back, the Wire, Back to the Docks, the miniseries. I will, I will never know. <laughs> you wouldn't watch it if it came back? No, I probably would. I'd be interested in, in uh, how they would like update it to 2022 times. Have you tried a rewatch since you watched it once? I haven't. I don't know that I could do that. All right. I hope we're not still recording i try to rewatch and i couldn't do it i tried it's slow it's so fucking slow and i know i know it's the greatest show of all time (laughs) i just don't think it's good that's all (laughs) i i do think it's the greatest show of all time i just don't think it's very good (laughs) that's all it's great enjoy it it's great it's It's just not good good to watch no great not good yeah yeah but uh okay cool what do we miss hold on 
winning time will be good. That'll be fun. Um, okay, we'll sign off here. Um, yeah, we'll sign off here. See you guys next time. Peace. Peace, buddy.